0: Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android.
1: Are you struggling to close deals? Cold Outreach is wasting the time of both the buyer and seller at every stage, especially when sellers are using shallow and outdated data. Your organization can overcome these challenges with technology that translates comprehensive, high-quality buyer data into real-time insights. That is linkedin.com slash trial for a 60-day free trial. Let LinkedIn Sales Navigator help you sell like a superstar today. Just go to linkedin.com slash trial and get started. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices
3: welcome to the money watch show it's Thursday December 28th and we are here trying to help you make better financial decisions I'm Jill Schlesinger CBS news business analyst certified financial planner and all sealed up mark I got my official notification that I did all my continuing ed paid the $455 I'm now back into good standing with the CFP board not that I was out of it it was just that I had till the end of December Mark Talercio, my co-host, is also a certified financial planner. And uh, when's your cycle up? Are you on the Are you on the other year? Like next year is your time? Yeah, up?
2: yeah. I think you and I alternate. So I am due, I believe, next July.
3: How do you do your um your continuing yet? Because Goodman told me that there's actually like really much better content. He thinks that I'm wasting my time doing my content. How do you do it?
2: What do you mean the service that you use? Yeah. Oh, I use yeah I use a different one than you I, I don't know the name of it offhand but it's definitely different than the one that you use uh, but I like it there's a good selection of topics and uh, you know stuff that you can choose from most importantly <laughs> it's very very cheap how much uh, I can do the whole thing I think for less than a hundred bucks
3: no way yeah. oh send me that. I think I'll do that next year. I'll do a couple of those. I'm going to try to be more diligent about like saying, let me just do like a few credits every quarter. Yeah.
2: I don't like doing it all at once. So if mine's, if mine (laughs) is due in July, I will have started it probably because this is how I am. I'm nuts like this. I will have started it probably by April. Wow. And like you just said, I'll do a little bit in April, a little bit in May, a little bit in June, just be done.
3: Um, Last question for you. Do you consider jaywalking a real offense in New York City, Mark? Are you kidding me? No. Okay, because there's like a big hullabaloo in my neighborhood because somebody was hit by an e-bike, but she happened to be jaywalking. Well, then it's her like fault. Like walking in the middle of the block. So then it's her fault. Exactly right. You can't say this is oh more proof that e-bikes are the worst, which, you know, they are kind of treacherous in New York City, I think. This one I can't – I can't I, give her the – If
2: you're going to put yourself out there and jaywalk, you better be looking both ways.
3: Yeah, you know what I have decided? One of my um, financial, uh, not my financial, one of my resolutions for 2024 is to stop looking at my phone while I'm walking in New York City. Yeah, I, I had to pull over, yeah, yeah. Un, like stop walking, do not do yeah, that. I, I always it. get on
2: Amanda for that. It's not good. There's too much going on.
3: It's too exactly right, and there's too much traffic coming from either direction. It used to be like you could understand where you're going to have a problem, so you'd know where to look. But no one actually obeys traffic laws anyway. People are running red lights all over the place, yeah. all over the yeah, city. Yeah, and
2: you have you have scooters, you have mopeds, you have like uh, vespas, you have every possible thing you could think of coming at you from all different directions. You cannot be looking at your phone.
3: No, definitely not. So uh, that's me. Not going to look at my phone. All right. So this is. The show that is focusing on financial stuff, not on jaywalking or New York City life, although we le- we're happy to weigh in on that. If you have a financial question, if you're coming up to the year end and you're like, I need to turn a new page, and the way you want to turn a new page is to get in touch with us, go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button, and uh, write your note. We'll get an email and we're happy to answer those emails. And we also would love it if you want to join us on the air and this show audio is a very easy way to join us, but you can also check out our video show. Our YouTube show is called Jill on Money Powered by the Compound. If you want to learn more about that, you got to check it out on our website. It's so much fun. I love it. And Mark and I are both doing that show. So Mark is on video. Mark, no more hats. You've got nice hair. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm just going to make that request that I find that I believe that you have very nice hair for as long as you have hair, you should celebrate that lovely head of hair that you have.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, just- I, I know. I was thinking the other day because, you know, we record a bunch at a time. So now that's going to be like basically six straight shows with a hat.
3: Yeah, exactly right. I almost feel like I want to have a costume change, you know. <laughs> we, but I, should I'm should we try bring not, multiple so. outfits next time? I could do that. I do that sometimes for NewsPath when I'm doing things like, like one day where I'm I'm on talking about, say, the jobs report, and they want to tape something in advance for the weekend. And sometimes I'll change my outfit just because it's you know TV. They want a little sizzle. On these shows, maybe not so much. Okay, so everything that we do lives on our website, jillonmoney.com. And that's where Melissa from Virginia found us. Hello, Melissa. How are you? And what can we do for you today?
4: Hi, Jill and Mark. Yeah, um, I'm 44 years old, recently divorced with two kids that are 12 and 14. Um, Now, since the divorce, my finances are kind of settled and divided. And I'm looking for assistance with investing for Retirement's Kids College and also um, with my retirement accounts, I do have a full time job, bringing in about 145k. With a small sole proprietor business side hustle, um, volume can vary per year. But right now, I'm at about 20 to 30k. Um, I do contribute the max to my 401k and there's a current balance there about 450k. I do have about 230k in CDs and they're going to be maturing soon. And then I have about 170k in the bank right now in a high interest savings account and that's kind of like my play money what I want that's the money that I want to invest and also put into my kids' accounts.
3: Are you bored with us? You sound like oh, you ran through that stuff. Like she's like blah 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 blah. Yeah, just quit your talking, Jill and Mark. Yeah, here no, we I go. No, I just know
4: the questions that you guys ask, and I'm. God writing.
3: bless you. God bless you. Okay, um, the 450 in the retirement account is it a Roth or traditional? Traditional. Okay, and new money going in, Roth or traditional?
4: Right now, traditional.
3: Okay. And the CDs, why is there so much money in CDs?
4: So during this past year through the divorce process, I just wanted to keep it safe until I knew if I would have to give it up or not. So I just wanted it somewhere earning something, but Mm -hmm. accessible eventually. So
3: is there child support or alimony going out or coming in?
4: Neither, thankfully.
3: Hmm, Thank God. Uh, And are you sharing custody of these kids?
4: Yes, 50-50.
3: Okay. And what about a house? Do you own or do you rent?
4: I own it right now. I bought my ex-husband out of it and there's no mortgage, so I own it 100%.
3: How much is it worth?
4: Uh, about 425.
3: Did you update all of your estate documents post divorce?
4: Not yet. I'm in the process of doing that. One at a time is kind of a lot. So yes, I'm doing <sighs> that right now.
3: Isn't it? So right now, um, for the high yield savings and the CDs, is there any portion of that money that you need to keep liquid? In other words, I know you'll need an emergency reserve fund, but is there anything earmarked? Do you need to do something in the house? Is anything going on?
4: I probably will have to put on a new roof and update the HVAC systems, which is, you know, on the order of, I don't know, 40000 maybe.
3: Okay. And do you feel comfortable with a certain amount in your high-yield savings? I don't know. How much money do you think you spend on a monthly basis? About 4 k So if we, I mean, honestly, if you had, uh, I don't know, if you had 50 grand in high yield savings, it would be fine? Or do you feel like, oh, that's scary?
4: I think it's actually more than I'd need because my salary, I only spend like half of my salary every month. And then the business side business is even on top of that. So there's so much surplus that keeps going in there every month.
3: Oh, that's great. Okay. So of the high yield savings, we really only need to keep 40 for house stuff. Let's call it 50 for you know, emergency reserves. So now we we have 80,000 there. And then the CDs that are maturing, are they maturing like soonish or over or are they
0: staggered?
4: About 100K will be mature end of January and then about 130K will be mature in April.
5: You get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting Bluehost.com. That's Bluehost.com.
3: For the kids, do you guys have 529 accounts right now or not? No. Interesting. Tell me about what you think you want to do in terms of education. Are you the type of person who's like, look, I got the money. Let's jam it in there and do it because is your ex going to do anything or not? Well, we
4: agreed on paper to each contribute the same amount, but we haven't agreed on what that is. But however we get to that number is up to each one of us. Mm -hmm. So for me, I want to put it in a 529.
3: At this point, do you think you'd want to try to put enough money away to pay for a public or a private education? Public. <laughs> Good choice. I think I would very much encourage you to do the 529. I think that the the big issue that you have, the big question that we have to actually think about is how much we want to front load this account. You know, normally if the kids were two and four instead of 12 and 14, I would say, let's put some money in every year. We'll preserve the ability for you to, you know, have control of your money. But, you know, we know you have a hundred, you have 80 grand right now. So the first thing I would do is right now for each of the kids, I would probably put 17 each into their accounts before the end of this year. Okay. Set up the accounts, just do 17 each. Now, next year we can start the clock. Usually what happens is there is a lump sum amount that you can contribute that will allow you to basically say, I am using up my, the amount of money that I would normally put in, you know, 18, now the 17 goes to 18 next year. That that's your gift tax exclusion, but you could potentially put like 90 grand in in each of the kids' accounts and say, this is my, in contemplation for the next five years. And so that you're able to do that as a lump sum. You've got to check with the plan itself. So this will talk, you'll, you will need to actually talk to a human being, I'm sorry to say. And that should do it for you. You would be done. Mark, is that enough money? I mean, look, in five years, your 14 year old will be, you know, you hope that maybe you'll just pay for like a semester out of cash flow, maybe, but that should probably be pretty close for an in-state university education. And it's certainly plenty of money to put aside, especially if he's going to do it. Do you think he, does he make enough money to be able to put this kind of money away or not? We have the same job, yes. (laughs) Do you think he'll do it? Like, I'm scared that he's, I totally think, I don't trust this dude.
4: If I say this is what I found, this is the plan, this is what we're doing, he would probably
3: do it. Okay, so if we trust your ex to do his part, you don't have to put 90 grand in. But if you don't trust that, then you'd fully fund it, right? And then let's say that you end up with more of this money that is, you know, that of the high yield savings and the CDs, you end up with extra money, then open up a brokerage account. Have you ever done that? Have you had a brokerage account before?
4: Yes, he got the brokerage account we had in the divorce. So that was my bad.
3: (laughs) Oh, no, it's not your bad. I'd rather you keep your retirement account. Um, How much was in the brokerage account?
4: It was only 30, but even over the past month, it's gone up significantly. So, Well,
3: so is your retirement account. Exactly. So I think that whatever you don't use for the education, I think that you should open up a new brokerage account for you and just use some low-cost index funds. Where was the brokerage account held previously? E-Trade or whatever it's called now, Morgan Stanley. Okay. Well, all right. You know, go to Fidelity or Vanguard or something like that. You don't need to go back to E-Trade. Where's your retirement plan held?
4: Well, it's actually a thrift savings plan through the government.
3: Oh, fabulous. Are you going to have a pension? Yes. Oh my God. You never mentioned that. Um, I forgot about that. Jeez Louise. Um, Okay. So you're going to have a pension. I would have a brokerage account. I would open it at Fidelity or Vanguard or Schwab, you know, one of these big companies, T. Rowe Price. Uh, and, and, you know, I would start just using some index funds. That money could be a surplus fund for you. You could pop that extra, you know, self-employment income, that 20 or 30 grand goes can dump it right into the brokerage account. You will be very happy to have that. How long do you think you'll be working?
4: I think I can. Re- I think I can still get my pension at fifty-seven, but probably between fifty-seven
3: and sixty-two. If I were to look at fifty-seven to sixty-two as your number, like what would the pension amount be at that time?
4: I think it's like twenty-five hundred.
3: Twenty-five hundred a month, and are you also able to claim social security, eventually?
4: Eventually, but not right away. Yeah. But you don't
3: spend a lot of money. No. What do you I mean at four grand a month, I mean, pension and social security is gonna get you there and you got your self employment income. That you you think that if you retired from the government, would you keep doing your little side hustle gig?
4: Possible. And if I picked it up, I think the most it's ever made in a year was ninety K. So it's very flexible. Holy smokes.
3: You got no problem. Retirement's no problem. Now, one last thing, Mark. Do you think this is going to be a tough one for you to swallow, Melissa, just because I know you don't have a mortgage anymore. and But do you think Melissa should be using a Roth version of retirement? Her tax bracket right now is, highest bracket is 24%. No brainer for me. <laughs> How do you feel about that? Melissa, what do you think? That was actually one of
4: my questions, because I know, you know, tax brackets in the future are unpredictable. And I know that I'm in a higher tax bracket now, but I do not have that kind of uh, money bucket right now. I don't have anything like a Roth. I don't have a health savings account. Yeah,
3: I think I think a Roth could be good for you.
2: Her current 450, that's going to be a million bucks. She's going to have pension income. It's a lot of taxable income. I would
3: start doing the Roth. I know. I mean, I think that no matter what, any way we slice it, that in the future, you're going to at least be in the 22% and you'll probably be, maybe you'll be higher. I don't know. But like have some Roth money is not the worst thing in the world. And eventually when you do retire, let's say it is, let's say you say 60, I'm done. You collect your pension at 60. You've got another let's say 10 years before you collect social security, we can start dripping the money out of your pre-tax account at that time to get the money out. Because what we want to make sure is that you don't end up with these big, huge required minimum distributions, you know, which would be kind of a pain in the neck for you. You've got plenty of time to plan for that. And I think that you're in great shape. I'll tell you what, I know that divorce usually just absolutely annihilates everybody's balance sheet in the process, but you've done incredibly well. The kids, you'll take care of their college. You'll do the five twenty nine. Talk to the ex, and you have uh, life insurance. I
4: have whatever the I got through the government, just the minimum. Yeah,
3: you might need. Wait, what happens? Wait a second. Wait a second. You don't have some life insurance like through the divorce settlement. In other words, if you were to pass away, you know your pension goes away because you don't have a spouse. Then you have all this money. Who's going to take care of the kids? He takes care of the kids, but who's going to handle the money? part of it? Like who gets the money to oversee for the kids?
4: It's a great question. Um, I guess in a trust fund, I can set up a trust fund. Is that an option?
3: Well, you're going to set up some sort of trust where all your money goes, right? And what happens is somebody has to direct that. Do you have a sibling? Yes. Oh, I don't think she likes a sibling, Mark. What are you? The, yes. Yeah, I
4: have a couple. Yeah. Uh, is
3: there one that's responsible? Yes. Okay. If one is responsible, pick that one. So if you have that, you've got to make sure when you do your estate planning, you get involved that person. You really have to, okay? Meaning that you have to say to the person, like, look, um, you don't have to say, here's how much money you're going to get. You have to say, I'm leaving all this money in trust for you to oversee on behalf of the kids. Is that okay? You know, there is plenty of money to help take care of the kids. It's just that you want to make sure that it doesn't land in the wrong person's lap to do so. Isn't It's like, oh, my God, Jill, I've gone through the divorce. I've done everything. Can you get off my back? I know. I'm sorry. I keep la- I I keep la- just layering it on, but you're in great shape, Melissa. So, is there anything else that we can do for you today?
4: Well, I guess one of the questions would be like for the Roth: is there a limit to how much I can put in a Roth if I'm maxing out my TSP?
3: Well, I'm I'm suggesting that for the TSP, you use the Roth version of the TSP, and there's no income limit when you're using it through an employer's plan, so you don't have to worry about that. Yes. Okay. All right. Deep breath with us, Melissa. You're doing great. You got, the year is almost over. It's probably been, it sounds like a pretty crappy year for you getting divorced, but you, you're, you're here, you've made it. And uh, it sounds like your, your financial situation has really not suffered dramatically. So, onward, ho. Good luck. And let us know if there's anything that we can help you out with in the future. And thanks so much for joining us today.
4: Thank you. I really appreciate of course, it. Of
3: course. If you are like Melissa and you've gone through like a pretty major league life change, you know, divorce, marriage, birth, death, anything like that, um, give us a holler. Go to JillOnMoney.com and click the Contact Us button. Don't forget that all of our content lives on that website. My book, The Great Money Reset, our service, Jill On Money Live, where you have access to quarterly live webinars and bonus content. And check out our brand new YouTube show every Saturday. Jill On Money, powered by The Compound, is released, and you'll find all the information. You can subscribe to that and like that on YouTube or Just follow Mark's links. He's made it very easy. Mark Talaresio is the co-host, executive producer, and web king of this universe. We are distributed by Paramount Global. We drop our episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Try to do something nice for someone else today. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next week.
5: Always on the go? Well, now you can take CBS Mornings with you. Wake up to your daily dose of news and interviews on CBS Mornings On The Go. It's a podcast you can listen to CBS Mornings On The Go ad-free on Wondery+. Hey, everybody. John Stewart here. I am here to tell you about my new podcast, The Weekly Show, coming out every Thursday. We're going to be talking about the uh, election, earnings calls, What are they talking about on these earnings calls? We're going to be talking about ingredient to bread ratio on sandwiches. I know you have a lot of options as far as podcasts go, but how many of them come out on Thursday? Listen to the weekly show with Jon Stewart, wherever you get your podcast.
1: The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing.